Welcome to the culture of you. Meaningful dialogue with me and my favorite people. The culture. We are the culture. The culture. We are the culture. What's up, y'all? It's Karen Hewitt, and I'm here today to talk to you about the culture of you. And this is a virtual podcast, but it's going to be so much more. It is not just a podcast. This is an experience. And so what we'll be doing is having conversations in this space um, around what it means to really be your favorite self. Uh, What's your dream of liberation for yourself? What are you doing? So we're going to talk about what you're up to and how you choose to show up in a grounded way, when there's friction, when there's tension, when there's challenge, um, what are your go-to methods for showing up in a grounding way and regulating yourself? So we're going to talk about those type of things because I I work in development and I work in consulting and conversations. I'm a big connector and a community builder. And when you think about those, you know, work type of professional lifestyles. Um, even in my friendships and my family and my relationships um, and my intimate partner relationships, like when you look at those things, um, I really think that as a human race, we're, we're struggling. We're struggling and we're struggling to uh, hold each other accountable, hold ourselves accountable. I don't know if we know who we really are anymore or if we ever knew, right? So who am I authentically? How do I show up? as my favorite self, if I don't even know who my favorite self is. And just the way that we are currently dealing and talking to each other, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, this isn't, this isn't going well. (laughs) And I actually um, feel like I have some sort of hack for that. I've been able to have friends and people that I can have conversations with that get underneath it, that get to the root of what's going on where we're really vulnerable and and open about our challenges and what it means to hold ourselves accountable and move forward and be committed to repair um, when something happens. And I think I think that we have a culture right now that's really um, reactive and almost volatile in terms of, especially on social media. And so I do a lot of engagement there um, all over social media and, I realized I couldn't start having certain conversations because it was such a volatile topic. And I felt like the only way to have some of these conversations was to model some of the conversations that I already am having with my friends. So this is going to be meaningful conversations with um, people that I love, people that are my favorite people, people that are doing amazing things in the world. meaningful. And when I say meaningful dialogue, you know, not arguments, um, not picking each other apart. We are going to be uplifting. We are going to be vulnerably sharing. We are going to be talking about those things that really impact us on a really deep level. Um, And so the things I ask for people who are here, I ask that people be willing. People be willing to have the conversation. People be willing to put their ego aside for a moment and really get honest about who they are and maybe some behaviors and things that we've done, but also like, what does it look like to move forward towards uh, freedom, liberation and creativity and rest? Like, what does it look like to move towards those things? And when I say culture of you, like 
I'm a culture creator. So what does it mean to, to know that you, we all are culture creators? Like we're all bringing a vibe, you know, culture is very similar to vibe when you take it outside the workplace. So what does it look like to be the vibe, to, to know your vibe and to know how you show up in, in spaces, professional and personal? Like, what does it mean to really show up um, as your favorite self? And I say favorite self because best self to me is just what the workplace tells you to be. Uh, favorite self is like, I like myself when no one else is around. It's kind of like recording this right now. <laughs> like, I like myself when no one is, else is around in a way that is grounded, in a way that is um, aware of myself, my strengths, my areas of opportunity, um, you know, what may be considered flaws to some, like, what does that look like for me to know that about myself, to love that about myself, and to really continue to work on and be committed to growth and development. So that's a little bit about what we're going to be talking about. What can you expect when you come into the space? I mean, let me, let me take a sip real quick. So, uh, water, Kool-Aid. All right. So I am, what to expect? I mean, these are going to be like real conversations. Like most of these people I'm connected to in some way, probably on a really deep level. I can't stand surface conversations. So we're going to jump right in. Um, but like in this space, you can expect honesty, vulnerability, uh, whatever's emergent, right now, whatever's happening right now, we're going to be relevant and, and talk about the things that are impacting us right now. Um, and there's nothing that is silly to talk about. There's nothing that is um, off limits. Um, but we're going we're gonna to interrogate ourselves and we're going to really talk about what it means to have connecting dialogue. I, I want connection. And I want connection in a way that is compassionate, thoughtful, intentional. Um, I want those type of connections, not just um, a scroll or meaningful, meaningless or frivolous, you know, type of connection. Like I want, I want connections that mirror the type of life that I have built for myself. And people often say like, you know, oh, your life's so good or that. And, and y'all may not know the ins and outs, but it is not, um, it is not bread and butter over here. <laughs> like I just say that um, it's not a bunch of layups. You know what I mean? There's a lot of tension and challenge. And, and through time, I'm going to tell you what that looks like for me. We're going to connect on that and I'll, I'll be as vulnerable with you as possible. Um, but I, I'm going to share, like I'm going to share here um, some of the things that we've been thinking. And I think what you'll see is a way to have conversations a way to have conversations that um, hold space and take space, they're reciprocal, they're um, compassionate and empathetic, they're kind, but they're also real and they're funny. You know, I know a lot of really, really funny people. I like to think that I'm a little funny myself. So um, we're gonna have some good conversations and we're gonna talk about tools, right? Like at the end of the day, we can talk theory all day long, but at the end of it, I'm going to say like, what, what hacks do you have? <laughs> what, what ways can you help? You know, I'm neurodivergent. I just found that out in this year that I am autistic and ADHD. Like we're going to talk about 
how those things impact us. What are hacks that I have that have helped me be successful? Um, you can expect a good time. A lot of times when I have shows, so I'm a poet and a writer. A lot of times when I have shows, I say it's something like a nap, um, a protest, a little church, and a kickback, like all in the same type of thing. Like I said, this is not just a podcast. It's a total experience. So we're going to be on my Patreon and I'll drop the link right here. So we'll be on my Patreon and um, I will put these episodes up there. I will unlock them for probably about 24 hours each time I do one. Um, and I am going to talk to big time influencers. Uh, I'm going to talk to regular folks like myself. Um, so we're going to have conversations. It's going to be a range of folks, but we're going to, you're going to see all the connections um, that I have in my life and, and how we interact with each other. Everyone's going to be different. And, um, you know, you'll find that episode or those people that maybe are your people that you have never met yet, um, but you'll figure it out and you'll figure out what it means to be a part of this community, to engage, to have layers of support um, and people at different levels and different sectors uh, professionally, you know, and what it really means to become and be in the process of becoming that friend, lover, leader you want to be. And that's that's the biggest thing we're doing here. Like, this is just real live conversation. I want to have these conversations instead of going back and forth with anybody on social media in a format that doesn't really preclude us to, to dialogue. Um, so, yes, I have notes, ADHD, remember? All right, so we're going to talk about, and I'll answer these questions for you because I want you to understand like my thought process on it. So what does it mean to be your favorite self will be one of the questions that we discuss. And this is a really good question to journal about as well. Um, I started probably about three or four years ago, really exploring what it meant to be um, me, what it meant to be Karen Hewitt, what it meant to be Karen Marie, what it meant to be all those things. And, and I had to figure out if I like myself first, you know, and there were things that that weren't always things that I did or, or that made me proud, right? And so I had to start thinking, what is my contribution to that? Where did I set myself up here? You know, where did I do some self-sabotage? And who am I really? And the more that I can move into authentic, like living and knowing myself and knowing like, yeah, I don't like that. Like I want it to be so visible so transparent that if somebody were to tell you that Karen did something that you'd be like that don't sound like Karen or that does sound like Karen I could see her saying that right and so those are the type of things that I want to hear from you like what does it mean like it means that I really am committed to my integrity so I don't care how much money somebody <laughs> sends me if if it's something that doesn't rock with my values I'm not going to choose that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sign that contract. Like that's not going to happen. My favorite self, somebody I can go to sleep with at night knowing I did my best and I did what I was supposed to do today. And I showed up, you know, that also means that if somebody is triggering me or something they're doing is triggering me, that I also have the ability to step outside the room, right? That's when I'm my favorite version of myself. When I'm committed to what's generative for me, when I'm committed to choosing myself and honoring the dignity of every person in the room. And how can I do that? But like me first. And I think that for a long time, I had it flipped. I had it flipped on 
Um, I'm going to honor and center the dignity of every other person. I may even be controlling enough to, to um, make decisions for them, right? Because when you don't give people the opportunity to, um, when you don't give people the opportunity to choose and hear the truth, then sometimes that also means that they don't get to react and you're choosing that for them, right? So I've, I've done that before. Um, so who am I? When I'm my favorite self, I'm relaxed, I'm grounded. I've spent a lot of time with myself. I spent some time being creative before I get to anyone else, before I get to people. Um, I'm lighthearted, I'm, I'm funny, I'm quick, um, I'm hydrated, I'm well-rested. Um, those are the type of things that, that let me be at my favorite self when I'm gonna make the decisions that are best for me. And so um, this is this is an ongoing journey. Like I'll never stop being my uh, another version of my favorite self. That's going to continue to evolve over the course of my life. And so I just want to make sure that I am constantly committed to growth and development because I want to make sure that I'm the best version of myself. To me, now that's to me, not to you necessarily, but to me. All right, so. Um, then I want to talk about, and this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun segment of the show. I might also have some hot seat moments where people give me scenarios, but this is going to, where I'm going to talk about um, what is it look like when your first reaction happened to some mess or some drama. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that and what that looks like. Uh, for me, I am generally quiet. I'm not in the middle of the drama. I just hear about it. So um I'm especially now at 40, I, I stay in the house and I like it there unless I'm, you know, working an event, doing an event, or it's, it's my event or my friend's event. Um, but yeah, so like, I am normally like, Ooh, like that's one of the big reasons why I did a video podcast because my facial expressions will say a lot. Sometimes I don't have any affect. Don't take that personal. That's the autism. But like, if you look at when I'm animated or when I'm laughing or when I hear something, like my reactions are probably going to be um, a little spicy. So my reactions are probably going to be on my face. <laughs> You'll know what I'm thinking or it'll be like, you have no idea because it'll be stoic. And and that's the, the more crisis centered or the more ridiculous the drama or the mess, the more I'm going to be like, like stoic <laughs> so we'll we'll see um but the eyes will get to going and I'll be like what um but I'll I'll generally react pretty verbally um and then I have to make decisions right like I think there are some people that are pretty committed to chaos and um those are folks and energies that repel me I don't enjoy them and I am trying to like get as close to peace as possible that's what I want and so, um, yeah, for me, the first reaction is going to be like freezing of some sort, maybe even complying. Um, I talk a lot about the adaptive strategy. So I'll talk about that. Like we said, we're going to get to know each other real well over these next episodes. So, I mean, you know, and then, and then you get to make some choices. Like you got to get information. Um, I try to take some time to get information. I try to think about all the possible ways that this could have showed up. And um, I ask people clearly, like, what do you need here? Do you want advice? Do you want 
someone to vent to and hold space for you, I can do that. Um, or, or do you want me to do something, right? Because I think that's important for people to say what they want. I want to give people the opportunity to advocate for themselves, especially in mess that I'm not involved in. Um, but a lot of ways that I've avoided mess is by being transparent. And so if I make a mistake or say professionally, if I make a mistake, like saying I made a mistake or I missed a deadline or something like that, um, speaking up about it and not making it a secret or trying to shuffle around it, like that's the best thing. Um, it took a while for me to, to understand, you know, as a child, like you're not always rewarded for telling the truth. And so um, whether it's omission and not, not saying something and just like, you know, acting like that didn't happen or uh, whether it's like some version of the truth, right? Um, protecting yourself has been important. So, so for me right now, like I'm like, I'm pretty committed to the truth, um, but I'm also committed to like only participating if someone is asking me and then choosing how I participate based on my level of involvement or what is going on. Um, non-negotiables like if there's gonna be like like harm to someone um that may be where I step in but mostly I, I let folks figure out their lessons you know that that's not my lesson and so I let folks figure that out um when it impacts me that gets that gets a little tricky that gets a little tricky because I really have to ground because it really hurts my feelings and it feels like betrayal if, if something goes down or there's mess, especially if I'm receiving some mess, uh, you know, it can feel like betrayal and it, it really hurts because I know I'm a really consistent and committed and loyal friend, lover and worker. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm really consistent and I'm really uh, loyal and I trust people until they give me a reason not to. And I know I've I've had advice and was raised to do the opposite, right? Like, don't trust somebody until you can. Um, but that, to me, my, I feel like my life has had more pros than cons and more wonderful experience. And I'm still here, you know what I'm saying? So I've had all these experiences that have been beautiful because of trust and the truth. And so, yeah, when it comes to me, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it depends on the situation. I don't know. Like, some days... You might get my petty boots. I don't, I don't know. It just depends on the day. And um, mostly now, you know, moving from being more reactive to now being more grounded, I can say that more, more times than not, I do choose to show up as the favorite version of myself. Um, I, I miss, sometimes I don't get to do that. Like, it's really hard to do anything 100% of the time. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I do miss and um Sorry for that person on that day, really, um, if I do if I do miss, but um, I try to, you know, ground and show up like with their dignity in mind. Um, and if I can't engage in conversation or commentary with their dignity at the center, then I got to come back to it. I got to come back to it. I can't talk about it right now. I'm too hot. I used to just try to get through it so I could be done with it. I don't do that anymore. That's a long one to answer. Um, but, you know, it's, it's nuance. It's, we're definitely going to be talking nuance and complexity here. The last question that I really want to hear from people, um, and there will be other questions, you know, in there, but the last question I really want to hear is like, what is your dream for thriving for yourself, for your favorite self, for yourself? And I have 
leaned into more uh what does it look like to really allow yourself to dream there um reference i'm generally good for multiple but uh, a reference for you is rest is resistance by trisha hersey and she's also the nat ministry founder and like we spend so much of our time talking about what the problem is talking about what's going on and not dreaming about something different and of course we do that because we're tired because we're exhausted because we're in poverty you know because we're working all the time like we do we do that and like I really want to know what people dream if like resources if um financial barriers if if none of those things and you had access to opportunities if none of those things stood in your way like what does it mean to really dream about your own thriving and so for me like if if nothing else were to happen uh you know professionally personally with me I feel like I have had a really beautiful and wonderful life it's been full it's been colorful it's been vibrant um it's been intense it's been hard it's been painful it's been loss and grief you know all this stuff and existentially it can lead to like I don't I don't even know why we're here but for me the dream is that everybody experiences living not just surviving like I want people to know what it's like to travel to see other cultures to connect with people to um, if things is your thing, to have the things that maybe money can't buy. Like I want people to imagine what it would look like. What is the perfect day for you if you didn't have to worry about capitalism <laughs> or uh, the patriarchy? If you could just focus on your gifts, on your art, what does that look like? And so we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about all the things. And I want to know who you want to see on this podcast? Who do you want to see here with the culture of you? Who do you want to know more about their culture and who they see and how they see themselves um, and what their hacks are for um, being grounded and showing up as your favorite self? And then like what the tension is, where are the issues, where are the challenges, what are things that have you stuck sometimes? Um, send me those folks. You can DM me and I want to hear who your suggestions are um, for these type of conversations because we're just going to have meaningful dialogue and that's what we're going to do and I'm so excited to do that and if you want to hear more of these episodes then again join the patreon the, 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 you know down there and um, we're going to have a good time it's going to be a real time sometimes it's going to be a hard time but we're committed to repair over here. So we'll be all right and we'll we'll see it through. But um, the reminder is that we are the culture. We are the culture we create when we walk into a room and that's the collective we. But you as an individual, you have the opportunity to control how you show up every time. Every time you have the control to determine how you show up. And I think it's important that we hold each other accountable to that. And also if someone's not showing up how they normally want to show up, that we check on them. You know, we see how they're doing. 
we talk about the things and these conversations can be healing. They can be, um, I mean, they could be re-traumatizing too, but they could be healing. And, and that is the point is we want these to be healing conversations. We want these to touch the people that need to hear this, whatever the message is that day. And um, I can't wait to, to be on this journey with you all. So I'm so grateful for your patronage <laughs> and um, not to be confused with patronage. And I can't wait to unlearn, relearn and investigate all the things um, around other humans that I love. So thanks for being here and we'll see you over in Patreon. We are the culture, the culture, we are the culture.